the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today's Under the Hood program with Mark Salem is a pre-recorded program. Mark will return next week, so enjoy the best of Under the Hood on KKNT. It was really the see you later button, so Gil's looking for where I'm at. And all of a sudden he says, Mark's not there, and he should be. And unfortunately, he's right because I messed up. Five minutes after. What's that? Glad you're back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. There's, in my defense, there's lots of people in, uh, in right now at my house, and there's kids running all over. There's quads running all over. And uh, I had to go out and get one started, and I just didn't get it there fast enough. We missed the open fight about a minute and a half. He oh, couldn't my. He the open oh. for <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. And that's what I said to him. Sorry. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing has been around since 1970, but Brian and Thelma, who run Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing, I know their mothers and fathers from the 60s and the 70s because they were in the gas station and auto repair business. That's when gas stations had bays back then. So I, you can trust them. They're the only shop in Mesa that I can actually tell you about because others have tried to apply for my best car repair shops list, and they have some deficiencies in, with respect to time or complaints or, or stuff, ASE certifications with respect to their technicians. But Thompson's checks all the boxes. So if you're in Mesa, Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing's on Main, Main Street just east of Stapley, and I would think that that would be a good place to go. Okay, let's. Uh, we need to cover your background just for the people that don't know my family. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, mom and I got married forty six years ago, mm-hmm. and you're less than that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cover that base real okay. quick. And and do, when was the first time you remember working for the family business? And what when what what were you doing? <laughs> Picking up cigarette butts. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> I was walking, so. Okay, so five or Two. six. <laughs> five or six. <laughs> you think five or six? Seven, eight, nine, yeah, ten? Young. Okay. Young. And, and it is true. Um, you, I think you were when we had the mobile station in Ahwatukee, and I wasn't born at the mobile station. I mean. Well, we opened in 79, and we left in 86, I think, didn't we? Or no. Mm. No, no, no. You're, you're probably right. Were you born during Guadalupe time? Yeah, oh. or right before or something, okay. or in between the two. 85, yeah. somewhere around there. Yes, Less the kids more. all um, worked on, on weekends, and part of what they did is that we had these little dust pans and brooms, and they would walk around and pick up cigarette butts, and, 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 and you'll, you'll real. I mean, it's true that we would pick up a lot of cigarette butts in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Today we don't do that anymore because there is no cigarette butts no, in the parking lot. No, but there's lot. trash and just. I mean, I still we still do that when we. Do see you it. have Do you have your daughter go pick up trash? At yeah, the shop? I mean, and if you see something as you're walking <laughs> through the shop, you pick it up and throw it in the garbage. And that works well on the, those hairy chested technicians, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Coming from you, <laughs> our guys do that. They're I, good, they, and they and they do. I used to pick if they if they if I saw them walk by a piece of trash, I'd go get it and put it on their toolbox. Yeah, and and then I might just put my lunch there as well, oh, and geez, and, and, yeah. and my box from uh, Taco Bell and all that kind of stuff, they, just to aggravate yeah, them. Yeah, they but got the, the point real quick. But the point is, six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. I think we got a couple. Oh, and. 
of and, callers. And, all righty. Who might be first, Gil? Say hello to Rob. Rob, good morning. Good morning. How can I help you, buddy? Hey, thanks for taking the call. Um, I've got a brand new 2021 uh, Chevrolet 2500 heavy-duty four-door truck, and I'm having a problem with the transmission on it. Okay. So what it does is uh, <clears throat> when I'm slowing down around 12 or 14 miles an hour, it downshifts by itself, just like a hard downshift. Like when I'm taking a corner or slowing down, anytime I get around 12 to 14 miles an hour, okay. it downshifts by itself. And then if you try to hit the gas, of course, then it kind of clunks. And I've had it to the dealer three times now, and they're saying that it's normal. So okay. I'm just trying to figure out what to do with it. Okay, well, let me ask you a couple of questions. Are you pushing any buttons to change the transmission pattern? Sometimes they have a, a two different levels of transmission performance. Are you manually shifting it, or are you let, putting it in D or overdrive, and you're letting the computer shift the entire transmission? Which one are you doing? Yeah, I let it do it itself. I'm not smart enough for anything else. Fair enough, mm-hmm. fair enough. I can. T- and how many gears do you have? Have you ever counted them? No, I haven't. Okay, either. you probably have six. You could even have seven. But to answer your questions, um, it's not. What do, no? What kind of vehicle did you come from? What What were you driving before well, you got this new new truck? Well, we have a half a dozen of these same trucks. It's just they're all the way from 2015 to 2021. So we have a lot of them, and none of the other ones do this. That's the best thing right there you've got going for you. If it's if you're comparing apples to apples and you got two twenty ones and one doesn't and one doesn't do it, then you don't have to go fix it yourself. You don't have to do anything other than explain to the dealer in a nice way that I have two of these and I'll bring you both of them. You can have them for one day, and if you promise me that you're going to have the technicians drive both of them to compare, but there's a problem with this one because I drive I drive number two and it's normal. And I like how it shifts. Everything's fine. I drive number six, and number six just doesn't shift the same way. But is it the same transmission and setup? Are they both? Are they all going to be like two-wheel drive, half tons, three-quarter tons? Uh, they're three-quarter tons, but uh, I don't have two twenty ones. I just have a twenty twenty and a twenty twenty one, so they're a year apart. So. I just okay. I wonder if if there's anything different engine or transmission wise. I think so, because we're starting to see transmissions with six and seven speeds that we never saw before. And I mean, the other thing is, is you just keep driving, and if you have the documentation that you've had this issue or this complaint since early on, if something comes of it later on down the road, then you have the documentation that this has been happening for a long time. I like that idea a lot, and, and you need to do that every time you take it in. You say, oh, by the way, would you have somebody that's seasoned take my truck and run it through all the gears, get on the freeway, get off the freeway, do a stop and go in a couple of stop at Taco Bell, whatever, and, and tell me if the performance of this transmission is okay because I've never felt like it was okay. And so I'm trying to just kind of keep a reading on it. That's the, that. Now, the only other thing you can do is, is take it to another dealer. That's mm-hmm. okay. You can take it to another dealer. And you can say, this is something that, this kind of a little mind games, you say, I've been told no one is, I've been told by friends of mine, no one's going to be able to fix this. But couple of guys say you guys are really really good at what you do (laughs) throwing the challenge flag in front exactly at the same time if he goes to two different ones and they both tell him it's normal then 
it, he and needs, it's normal. It's normal, and you just keep driving it and, you know, see if something changes or uh, something comes more of it. And he's going to have two repair orders that say what he says. Mm-hmm. Now, I would type it up. And, and send it in an email to the service writer and ask him to copy and paste it to your repair order or you read him something or hand him a piece of paper then when you get your receipt you staple those two pieces of paper together so three years from now when this transmission turns up to be half bad half dead and you find out it's an eight thousand dollar take it out and put it back in then you can hand those two pieces of paper to the dealer and say i could like you to reconsider that price mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. it 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 is though an issue because I got to drive a, a newer model truck not too long ago, and it seemed to me it was short shifting a lot. But again, on fuel economy, we want to get to the highest gear as quickly as we can. It's kind of like riding a ten speed bike. You start in first gear, and it's going to shift you to second, third, fourth, and fifth real quick. But you're kind of not ready for that. But that's the fuel economy sweet spot. But then when you get to 55 miles an hour, we start locking up the converter. We better be in seventh or eighth gear. Then that's really good. So this is all driven by fuel economy, all of this kind of stuff. Yeah, I guess my biggest concern is the clunk. You know, when, when I try to re-engage the transmission when I hit the gas, I get a clunk. So that's, that's kind of the concern. It's not even the downshifting, but... Okay, yeah, I, now, I was thinking maybe that's what I should do anyway. Can you can you demonstrate the clunk? Because if you can demonstrate the clunk, when you call and make an appointment, you say, I have learned how to make this clunk happen every time. I promise not to have your technician for an hour. I promise I'm going to take him out. I can bring him back. We'll be gone 15 or 20 minutes at the most. I'm going to show him how to make it happen, and then if he wants, I'll switch places with him. That's a reasonable That's a reasonable request. Okay. Yeah, I I showed him exactly what it did, and it does it every time. So it's not the it's not a hidden problem. So. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you very much, Rob. Thank you. That is a problem with newer model vehicles, especially because uh, you you may not remember, but Cadillac came out with this, a, a V8 motor that they would cut to four cylinders and mm-hmm. six cylinders. Well, when we changed it from a two, four cylinder to a six cylinder or six cylinder four cylinder, we had all kinds of calamities going on. You'll notice that's not there now. Anymore. Well, and they may tell him right now that you know it's it's normal, but. That's not to say that in a year or something down the road that they're going to realize a lot of people are having this problem and then they figure out a fix for it. And it could or could be out of warranty, mm-hmm. but it also is is he'll have the opportunity someday to say, hey, wait a minute, they've got a new software update on the transmission exactly. module. Exactly. And, and, and that does away. And the predominant thing is a clunk. Mm-hmm. So, all right, good luck, Rob. Anybody else? Yep. Uh, say hello to Linda. Linda, good morning. Good morning. Uh, I am uh, first-time caller, first-time listener, actually. I have a 2001 Toyota Camry with only 111,000 miles on it because it was driven by my mother-in-law to church and to the hairdresser and back. Okay. And um, <clears throat> it about 20. Uh, it has a, also has a transmission uh, curiosity. Uh, it doesn't happen all the time, and. Uh, when you accelerate up to, and we get up to about going, I'm thinking it's from first to second, um, and it's an automatic. Uh, it it has this delay, One I mean, minute. you can feel the car jerk as it goes into the next gear. Okay. And nobody wants to say anything. You know, we've done the whole bit, and it's all. I uh, don't know anything about that. That's just something you have to live with and we do and it drives fine and we don't have any other issues with it and it gets the oil changed and the tires rotate and it goes another 10,000 miles but 
Okay. We don't know what that is. All right, let me ask you a couple questions. Would it be fair to say that this shift point from first to second is more abrupt than two to three and three to four? Or I'm going to I'm going to take the other extreme. This is a soft shift. It's one of those shifts that just it's you called it a delay. So I'm thinking that it's it sounds like this in an exaggerated way. A normal shift is okay. That's a normal shift. So if you have a delayed shift or if it's slipping between gears, it goes so there's a a delay. There's a neutral in the middle between first and second. Is that what it is? I don't hear it in the sound at all. You feel so it? It's not a sound issue. It's a feel issue. Okay. And it, and it, yes. And it shakes, I mean, it's, um, it, it feels like it's not going to go into the next gear. Okay. For just that half a second. And uh, it doesn't make any sound issues. Nothing changes there. Um how about this? Let me let me let me try this. Instead of just going from first gear to second gear, there seems to be a little delay in the middle where it's kind of feels or sounds like neutral and then it engages, so it's kind of a delayed shift or there's a delay in the middle or there's a space in the middle between first and second gear that's not there. Yeah, I, I, for instance, like most cars will go yin 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 yin, but in yeah. your case, it's there's just a little and it's only between first and second. Yes. Um, generally, yes. I think it's happened maybe in the higher gears, maybe okay. the next higher gear up once. But it is a physical. Okay. You, you, my husband and I look at each other and go, "Okay." All right. <laughs> and it, it's like a, a jerk in the car. Okay. Or a. All right. Yeah. I'm I'm going to make a call on the brakes, so you stay right there. And anybody else, six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Mark Levin believes we're seeing a trend. We don't need open borders for any reason, except the Democrat Party wants open borders, and so do their surrogates. United States of the Democrat Party, that's what I've been calling it. You're looking at it. Shortages, inflation, impoverishment, babies going hungry, people going without fuel, on and on and on. The United States of the Democrat Party turns America into a third world nation. Mark Levin, weekdays at 9 on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app, your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. This is Joe Cordell of Cordell & Cordell. I want to speak to the dads who are being denied access to their kids, excluded from key parenting decisions, are contending with child support issues. In all of these cases, doing nothing is probably not a good strategy. The law has given you rights, but you have to assert them. If the challenge is the cost of an attorney, Cordell & Cordell offers a capped fee option. Give us a call. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Phoenix area attorneys, a partner men can count on. Joseph Cordell, licensed in Missouri and Illinois only. CordellCordell.com. Confusion ever someone or have sudden you trouble had speaking, understanding? Understanding trouble? Have you sudden have or speaking someone ever confusion? Have Have you you ever ever had had sudden confusion, confusion, trouble speaking, speaking, or or understanding understanding someone? someone? It could be one of the five signs of stroke. Sudden weakness or numbness of the face, arm, or leg. Sudden trouble with vision in one or both eyes. Suddenly having trouble walking or difficulty with balance. Or a sudden intense headache that comes out of nowhere. If you or someone you know has any of these symptoms, don't wait. Call 911 immediately. You could make a difference in someone's life. 
someone you love, maybe even your own. It's late until, wait, don't too. Don't, don't wait, wait until, until it's, it's too late. late. Time lost is brain lost. Find out more at PowerToEndStroke.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. If you listen to this radio station for 24 hours straight, you'd hear about a quarter of a million words. And thousands of those words every day come from listeners like you. No one values your opinion more than we do. And when you support our advertisers, you turn words into actions. We know you're not always going to agree with us, but we wouldn't be here without you. So we thank you for listening and supporting our advertisers. 960 The Patriot, a Salem Media Group station. To some, a baby's babbling doesn't mean much, but it does. Especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Today's Under the Hood program with Mark Salem is a pre-recorded program. Mark will return next week, so enjoy the best of Under the Hood on KKNT. So when it comes to fixing cars, um, there's lots of good shops in town, but if it's a diesel, strictly diesel service and repair is up at uh, I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. I've known Nate for a long time. He has a great staff. They work on the Chevys, the Ford, the Dodges, and other diesels. Nate's a, a guy that's kind of unusual in our industry, that he'll talk to you on the phone. Um, there's guys that will talk to you for a short period of time, but not spend 45 minutes with you on the phone trying to fix your car over the phone, because we all know that that's an effort in futility. But Nate's a good guy, and he will return your call. So if you have a diesel question or a problem then Strictly Diesel Service and Repair up at I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road's a good place. Hey, uh, Linda, are you still there? I am. Okay. Um, I, I, I've talked to a couple of, of automotive experts, and, and, and they're tranny guys, and one of them said, this is a 20-year-old car with 100,000 miles. This car needs to be driven. This car needs to be, he says, we've got hard internal seals. We could have hard internal seals. The rubber's hard because it's never really been fully warmed up. A a drive to Flagstaff and back in the summertime would do wonders for this car because it will return some pliability to the seals because the fluid will warm up the seal. And so once the rubber gets warm. Let me just, I appreciate that. What I negated to tell you was, I've owned the car for five years now. Okay, so okay. she's been driving it regular for five years. Okay, I, I you know, um, I, Andy and I are under the opinion that you should continue to drive it. I, I only want you to do this if you can manually shift from first to second, second to third, third to fourth. I would see if the problem is still there. 
the question is, is when I manually shift it, it shifts fine. But when I just put it in drive or overdrive and drive it and let the throttle and the computer shift it is when we have the delay. Um, it's it's really an issue that no one's going to know what's wrong with this. Mm-hmm. You run a little bit of a risk by changing the fluid in the filter. I think it's a good risk. A lot of people don't, and they would argue with me. But I think it's going to tell you better, worse, or the same. And I think two of those are good. It's not going to be worse. It could be better or it could be the same. But typically, it's not going to be worse if you service it. Yeah, or they might um, see something if they drop the pan, you know, with the filter or or some stuff like that. Because we have a 2000 that has Camry, about, Camry that has about 100,000 miles, and we've run into issues similar to that. And we did do a service on it, and it did make it. It improved it. And that's so. the car you drive now? No, that's one of our rental cars. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, okay. It was, we were driving it, but yeah. Okay. So that's kind I of what... I think it's interesting you said that about the hard internal seals, because my understanding is that this, uh, history, some of the history of this car is that it sat in a parking lot um, for a while um, when my mother, when, you know, someone wasn't feeling well. And so I don't know. Well, the seals aren't going to age there. We got to go, but the seals aren't going to age there in the parking lot. The seals, we want the seal to be warm and then cold and warm and then cold. And we want to continue to to bring the the rubber up to temperature and down. But if if the rubber just sees cold all the time, then it's going to get brittle. But a rubber seal will remain pliable if we warm it up and cool it off, warm it up and cool it off. But you've got your got your choices in front of you. Good luck, luck Linda. Got to run to Bob. Bob, you're up next. How can I help you? Okay, I've got a 2007 Saturn View. I've had it since uh, 2007. No problems with it ever. You got 110,000 miles on it. I've got an issue that I've been driving for 60 years and I've never even heard of. Okay. The good news is it can be it's it happens every time now. Okay. When you hit the brake, you push on the brake, the idle goes up. Okay. The higher the harder you hit the brake, the more it revs up. That's not hard. I can fix it for you now. Oh, okay. I've never heard of it. It's a brake booster. It'll do it. Oh. Yeah, because you're creating a vacuum leak. The brake boosters, and I bet the pedal changes tension. I said sometimes the brake, the brake pedal is probably nice and soft and, and has power brakes, and there's other times where you feel the brake pedals a little bit more like a rock. But when you change the idle, when you apply the brakes, then the brake booster's bad. That's an easy one. Okay, so I mean, it's just... The new brake booster, I guess. Well, I, I, there's ways to test it. Certainly, I'm not yeah. saying that you just go get somebody to put a brake booster in it. But, um, I, I mean, it wouldn't take... Those symptoms are, are, you know, would lead us to believe that the booster is the issue. The only thing that's going on when you apply the brakes is, is that we're using engine vacuum to bank the pe- brakes, power brakes. Well, if we've got a problem and we have a vacuum leak there, when you apply the brakes, we're going to affect the idle. And so those those go hand in hand. Um, you, you could go. I mean, I would probably. It wouldn't take it wouldn't take a gray-haired guy very long to diagnose that a bad booster. That's all. And and I'll bet too that you can sit there in a traffic light, or in your house, and you're you're in park, and the thing is idling and everything else. And then I want you just to gently push on the brake pedal within in park, and I'll bet you can get the idle to change or to, to be rough just by gently applying the brake pedal, and you're not even moving, you're in park. 
And if that's, no, that's the case, it'll do it in gear. It'll do it in gear or in neutral or park. Okay. Well, yeah. then I'm I'm, yeah. I'm done. It's a yeah. bad break booster. Yeah. We're done. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Good luck. Good luck, Sam. You're up next. How can I help you? Hey, I got a twofold question. It's partially automotive. Uh, Two minutes. Is as far as oil filter wrenches, I changed my oil and I've tried different different oil filter wrenches and none of them seem to work as far as trying to get the filter off. It slips. I've tried everything as far as putting something in between it. And okay, let me ask you some questions because I'm kind of low on time. When you put sure. it back on, how are you putting an oil filter back on? Do you do you seat the gasket and then what do you do after that? I turn it as hard. I turn it as much as I can by hand, and then I use the filter wrench and go three, three, three turns—not three full turns, but three clicks, so to speak. Okay. Okay. Well, well, that's probably more your problem than anything else, because you're not supposed to do that. You're just supposed to put it on as tight as you can by hand. And all of our guys do it by hand. I don't know how many technicians we have. 417, Nandy told me the last time we had. But yeah. the idea is is that it, it, we don't have leaks. It's not an issue that we deal with. Uh, it, okay. we, don't, we don't see that. And I think you're creating the problem yourself because we're not supposed to be using a wrench to put it on. So two hands as tight as you can, I think that'll work. Hmm. Okay, that's good advice because I've always fear the vibration factor and the filter coming loose. Something no, like no, yeah, no, we, we don't. don't we, we don't see that issue we, really. Yeah, we don't. We don't see that at all. Yeah. yeah. So good luck to you and Sam. I got to take you after the break, so I'm going to take you first. I promise. So we're going to be back so about thirty. Yep. Oh, we just got done talking to it's Sam. It's okay. You didn't make the note. I didn't write the note. Yep. That's okay. I'm a little frazzled. Okay, Gil, go ahead and embarrass me in front of all my friends. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, the lines are wide open, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And so we have five lines, and if you have a car question or a car issue, you can tell us all about it. Until then, Mark and Andy, we're here at your service, and we're going to be back in about eight, uh, we're going to, in another minute or two as we take a break. So 602-508-0960. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You're not required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-786-2300. 800-786-2300. That's 800-786-2300. There's always a moment of truth where I say, look, it's either put up or shut up. And it was time to put up. I had crossed that thin line. It was 100 plus degrees. We were hot. We were on fire. We were yelling our hearts out. You could feel the intensity rising. Even in our tiredness, even in our weakness, even in our pain, we continued to push. I told myself, you can suck up the pain for another mile and a half. And you will be a Marine. Not many people believe that I could do it. I don't know where I got the energy from. I don't know where the pain went to. 
But all I know is that I had what it took. I am a United States Marine. DFC Daryl Willis serves his country as a Marine. Will you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. The few, the proud, the Marines. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. I fish. I also clean local waterways so others can fish and swim. I help build public boat ramps for easy access to the water. I provide fishing and water safety education for kids. I maintain a healthy fish population so tomorrow's anglers can enjoy a catch. I prevent unwanted species from spreading into waters where they don't belong. I restore the condition of rivers to help fish and wildlife thrive. I fund long-term plans to protect our lakes and streams. I do all of these things and more, all because I buy a fishing license. When you buy a fishing license, you do a lot. In fact, every dollar from a license purchased protects and maintains your local waterways for future generations to enjoy. To learn more about how you can get your fishing license, go to TakeMeFishing.org. That's TakeMeFishing.org. Today's Under the Hood program with Mark Salem is a pre-recorded program. Mark will return next week, so enjoy the best of Under the Hood on KKNT. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Um, Linda, if you're still listening, and I hope you are, I was remiss. I should have mentioned Automatic Transmission Exchange. Uh, they've been in Phoenix since 1968. Phil and his staff are really good transmission diagnostic experts. So, Linda, what I'm going to do is I'm going to text Phil and Trey. And I'm going to say Linda might bring her Camry in, and she's got a delayed one-two shift. That's kind of the technical word for it. They'll drive it for you for free. So my suggestion is is call Automatic Transmission Exchange. Make an appointment to have someone test drive your car at a date that's convenient for both of you. And say your referral from Mark Salem. And I don't make any money on this. I don't want any money on this. But I think they would be in the best condition to tell you what to do. And so, Linda, again, Automatic Transmission Exchange. They're at 40th Street in Washington. Let's go to the phones. Raphael, good morning. How can we help you? Yes, good morning. Thank you. Um, I got a question on my 96 Mitsubishi. It's uh, the the wiring. It's getting pretty old, and the, the wires are kind of brittle and breaking. Uh, particular by the the connectors. I was wondering if you had any thoughts on possibly uh, rewiring or, or uh, someone who to who to see or. Well, Raphael, there's harness. a whole bunch of harnesses there. Which specific harness are you talking about? Is this the engine harness? Is this the back of the dashboard? Is it the harness that comes off the battery? 
I mean, there's you can't just like buy one harness for the whole car. They come in in sections. Which one are you having trouble with? Is it the engine harness? Um, various harnesses in the engine area. I mean, uh, dispensers and uh, just various harnesses, even to the control module. They're getting pretty brittle and ready to break. And I've, some of them have even been kind of uh, touched up and to make them work. Okay. I would say, I mean, I would say don't deal with anything until you have a problem that's related to the wiring. I, I agree with that. And, and and brittle, I mean, keep in mind that you pay attention, he's got a 96. So it's it's 24 years old. And it's probably got a lot of miles on it. And engine temperature is going to have a lot to do with the brittle wires. Yes, you don't. It's not something typically you see though that you go in there and replace a bunch of the wiring. You, you right. only do that chasing an issue, or or because of an issue. So if you have a problem relating to that may be caused by, um, you know, wiring that's brittle, you fix it. You fix it. Um, you splice it. Do whatever you need to do to to make it work at that location. But I wouldn't. You would spend tons of time and money trying to rewire. Um, the complete truck. And and one other thing, too. You could get on the Internet and also call a couple of Mitsubishi dealers, and you could say to them, do you have the ability for an engine harness? Now, the engine harness typically comes off the firewall on the driver's side, typically. And it's basically going to split up into the charging system and into the fuel f- the delivery system and to the sensors and stuff like that on the engine. You might be able to buy an entire engine harness, and it's a plug-and-play harness. They're going to want the VIN number on the car, and you can plug it in, and it's not that hard to buy. It's going to be a little expensive, and on a 1 to 10 scale, to replace the engine harness typically would be about a 4 or a 5 or a 6 to replace the engine harness because all you're going to do is plug in one end and then just start taking clips clips out, taking the brackets out, moving the wires through here, plugging it into this kind More of thing. More just time. It's time. It's a it's lot time. of time. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would do. I'd check that, but I'm with Andy. Um, let's just fix what we need to fix and not go crazy. Um, we'll just do it as we go along, and uh, and and then you, hopefully you'll come to a point where you don't have the problem mm-hmm. on a regular basis. But that's what's best for you, uh, Raphael. Jim, you're up next. How can I help you? Yeah, I have a 08 Honda Civic, uh, 225,000 miles. All the engine mounts have recently been diagnosed as bad. Uh, $2,000 job, I was quoted. And the people that came up with that diagnosis said uh, you could drive it like that for a long time. They said uh, essentially the mounts are resting on the frame. And uh, it'll just vibrate. Uh, you can hardly notice it when it's warm. And uh, I'm just wondering if that's so, if, you know, just put up with the vibration. And uh, they said the engine's not going to fall out or anything like that. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Okay. And, 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 and see, here's the deal. There's a piece of metal mm-hmm. that attaches to the motor and a piece of metal that attaches to the frame. And in the middle between the two of them is a big rubber pillow. The pillow's gone. There's no reason why you can't just do one mount. Mm-hmm. I mean, we would prefer that you do both engine mounts together and then maybe the tranny mount and then the other mount. You know, but the two engine mounts, you can do just the two engine mounts. But to answer your question, it's not likely. This is a hundred years ago, we had a problem with the Chevrolets and the motor would spin clockwise in the engine compartment. The driver's side motor mount would break. This doesn't happen today. 
This is what happened a long time ago. The motor would spin clockwise in the engine. It would take the throttle cable and pull the throttle wide open. That was pretty damn scary. They came up and they fixed the engine mount. They made a device to where it catches itself, and they put a cable on there, and they did all kinds of stuff. Since then, I've never seen anybody have a problem. If you're okay with the vibration because you have metal to metal and the, pid- the pillow is gone, but I would suggest that you at least bid two engine mounts. But but why? But that, if they're all bad... It's it's okay. We would prefer that he did all of them at the same time. Yeah. And his Mitsubishi is likely to be a front wheel drive, oh, so it's, it's a got Honda. a Honda, yeah, yeah. but three three. It has three mounts. It has a tranny mount and two engine mm-hmm. mounts. I'm just saying, let's do the let really let's do the one that we need to do because it's true that we're going to have the right now the engine's kind of flat. Mm-hmm. So if we lift up the the driver's side mount or the windshield type side mount, it's going to tilt the engine. But that, there's really no harm, no foul. Yeah, I guess the question to ask them is: is one broken? Is one you know is is one or two more significant than the other? If that's the case, then maybe just you know, and the, the, it's not super labor intensive or something. Then maybe just address that one or two mounts. But in all reality, it it probably it is best to do them all but that's a big price tag so you probably i mean at that age and mileage you might just want to live with the vibration okay. all right well let me ask you this $2000 for 3 mounts in the labor you're you're talking about $600 a mount in labor well i mean we don't know what the the labor is i know but i mean even an engine it might be high it yeah. might be a little high i'm I, i'm 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 concerned about the price the validity of the price i think what part of town do you live in uh, the east side, uh, Mesa. Okay, Thompson's. Call, call Thompson's Auto Repairs, Main and Stapley, and just say, I'd like to bring it in. Mark Salem said that uh, I should have you take a look at my motor mounts and bid the appropriate motor mounts that I may need. That's what I would do. Okay. And Thompson's Alrighty. Auto Repair, talk to Brian or Thelma. They're good people. They're friends of mine. And um, and and I'm not saying I'm going to pay any of your bill. I'm just kind of setting the stage for them. Um, but but we need another estimate, number one, because the $2,000 is hanging in your craw, and frankly, it's got my craw, too. I can't believe that we're going to put two, or even, th- and all you have is three. Three mounts installed. Um, you're talking $600 for the mount and the labor. Two of them have fluid in them. Now, they all have fluid in them. Yeah, that's no big deal. So, okay, well, anyway, that's what I do. I go to Thompson, 602-508-0960. The lines are open, and we'll be right back. Hi, it's Jim Ryan, General Manager of 960 The Patriot. You've heard me talk about our campaign to stop sex trafficking in Arizona. We've made some progress, but it's urgent that we get to our goal of 50000 I'm asking you to please donate whatever you can. And you can also be a Patriot business benefactor. If you own a business and can make a large donation, I'll give you the equal amount back in advertising on 960 The Patriot. Donate 5000 and I give you 5000 in ads on 960 The Patriot. Let me remind you, the average age of these kids getting lured into sex trafficking is just 13 years old. The number one way these predators recruit is online. So we are focusing on online safety. The Phoenix Dream Center is going to educate the teachers, students, and parents through 100 school assemblies. Go to 960thepatriot.com and click on the Stop Traffic Walk banner. Or call me for the business benefactor at 602-955-9600. That's 602-955-9600. I don't want to go blind from diabetes. I don't want to lose a foot or a leg. I don't want to have kidney failure. So I'm taking control. I'm controlling my diabetes. It's making a huge difference. I'm eating healthy and staying physically active. I'm taking my medicine. 
If I can do it, anyone can. Control your diabetes for life. Call 1-800-438-5383. I'll be honest. The first few months were tough. When I left the military, I was excited for a fresh start, but civilian life has been harder than I thought it would be. Figuring out a new career while also being a good mom, wife, and friend. Some days I'm barely keeping my head above water. And with the transition and everything I'm juggling, I'm spread too thin. I finally realized that it's hurting my mental health. To get back to enjoying life again, I needed to get help. Opening up to someone was a big step for me. I, I saw that I'm not alone and that there are tools to help me overcome what I'm going through. With support, I feel like I'm heading in the right direction. Discover how other women veterans like me have learned to thrive after military service by taking care of themselves and their mental health. Visit maketheconnection.net slash women veterans. This is the story of a very special woman. In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician or an entrepreneur. Her knowledge was limitless and still is. She could also make monsters disappear, especially those that lurked in the shadows under the bed. Once, this woman put back together a teenage girl's broken heart, which had been shattered in a thousand pieces, just by giving her a bear hug. She masqueraded as a regular person at work, but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources, at aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Today's Under the Hood program with Mark Salem is a pre-recorded program. Mark will return next week, so enjoy the best of Under the Hood on KKNT. Welcome back, everybody. 45 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. If you have a car question, we still have about 15 minutes left in the show, so you're welcome to call us at 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. And Andy and I argue during the breaks about <laughs> what, what's going on here, and it's good because we both have different viewpoints. Andy has been front counter for I don't know how many years. She's done front counter. She's been involved in the estimates. She's been involved in the parts. She's been involved in every aspect of the business. But I'm from the mechanical side because I never really did the books. Your mother did, mm-hmm. and, 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 and now you do. But it's the Mitsubishi uh, issue. We talked about that during the break. Oh, There's, the Honda. The, or the yeah, Honda. Yeah. I keep saying Mitsubishi because yeah. the one before. Yeah. There's three, it's going to have three engine mounts. Mm-hmm. And you're right. They might be fluid, heavy fluid, and they might be really expensive. But it's just I'm uncomfortable with the $2,000 estimate. Mm-hmm. And I, I wish I would have asked him, is this a shop you've patronized on a regular basis or is this a first-time visit? Mm-hmm. Because that could make a difference on the pricing structure as well. And it also could be, I don't know what kind of control you, the shop has on their technicians, but the shop could say, we want you to bid this, Fred. And Fred goes out and he finds out that each one of the mounts pays two hours, but he doesn't say six, he says eight. 
Mm-hmm. And so the service rider sells an eight-hour mount when it's really yeah. a six-hour for three mounts yeah. and so so forth and so on. So when you look at the big picture, there's so many moving parts that are associated, but I'm just $2,000. And if I'm wrong, next week I will apologize my butt off that I'm wrong. But um, unfortunately, just what's in my heart says that's just a whole lot of money. Yeah, and I think with any any shop and any repair, something large like that, if you're facing it's never a bad idea to just get a second opinion get an estimate you know and and a lot of us if we know what we're bidding what did he bid how many mounts did he have he has three mounts and the labor okay well just give me the vin number on your car it won't be anything i can do right now but i can do it today mm-hmm. and that's it I mean, yeah that's, you just got to make sure as the you know customer or the owner of the vehicle that you're Apples to apples, you yeah. know, what, what the shop, all three mounts and all three, you know, labor and shop supplies, environmental charges, and sales and tax, that. yeah, all that stuff. Because I think most everybody does that, but there's still some that don't. You're shaking your head. Yeah. And I, I don't, I mean, I don't think when you call around and get estimates, I don't think everyone's giving you out the door prices. I think okay. you call, call a shop and ask them what a timing belt is. You're going to get five different answers because some people, um, you know, are going to give you timing belt plus labor only. Some people are going to give you timing belt plus water pump plus labor. Some people are going to give you timing belt, water, you know, labor. Flush. Flush, taxes, you know, the whole gamut. Um, It's going to be all over the board. So you're going to find one person that's given you a very low price that's just the belt and just labor with nothing else, which is... You know, and and what what we're talking about, folks, is when you take the timing belt off of a car, the water pump's staring you in the face. If it's got any kind of weeping at the at the what we call the weep hole, where we've got a coolant leak, a small coolant leak that no one's seen yet, we're right there. You've already paid for the labor to us to get there. So the water pump doesn't cost you four hundred dollars to go get. It's only a hundred dollars because the timing belt is right there too. So there's we're going to go into one area of your engine, but. Why don't we do the lower hose? We have to take the hose off anyway, so let me put a new lower hose on it. You've already paid for the take off the hose and put it back on. That's part of the timing belt. There's a duplication of labor is yeah. what it's all about. Yeah. So you, 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 that's why you're going to call around and get a whole lot of estimates. But there's, there's plenty of people, um, and especially if you're a customer, uh, bring your car in. We do lots of estimates for customers, um, both before they go shop it and after they shop it. Yeah, and I think, too, it's, um, you know, it's n- there's not a right or wrong way. I, I'm not saying that, but I'm just, y- you need to ask the right questions of these shops so you know what kind of information you're getting. What does that estimate include? Um, exactly. So, so it's it's, as a consumer, you need to ask those questions because... Every shop does it differently. We do it different than, you know, a shop down the road. So there's no right or wrong way, but you just need to ask the right questions. And the question on this would be, time. you're going to do two mounts or three mounts in the labor, so give me an estimate for that. And how much do I have to write my check for before I leave home? But then on a timing belt, the, they, they're not going to know to ask, well, what about the water pump and the lower hose? You're right there. Well, I would ask, does that include a water pump? Would you suggest doing a water pump? And then is there any labor overlap doing the radiator hoses at the same time? What kind of labor savings if I did them at the same time? Because it might be, you know, two hours if you just did the hoses by themselves. And then if you did them with a timing belt, maybe it's knocked down to a half an hour or an hour. So, you know, then you can say, okay, I'm saving $100 or whatever that dollar amount is. Um, you know, I want to do them at the same time. So it's just kind of asking all of those questions and ha- having the sh- shop guide you as to what's going to save you money and what's 
there's no duplication of labor and things like that. And that's the key words, duplication of labor. Let me explain. I'm going to say how much to replace the lower hose, and it's going to give me a labor number and then the hose and the tax. We're done. But if I look and say timing belt and then replace the other lower hose, the labor to replace the other hose is 30% of what it normally would be mm -hmm. because we've already taken everything out of the area to do the timing belt. So we're right there. It's kind of like it, a duplication of labor. You don't, you, you can't charge those or you shouldn't charge each one of those separately. Mm -hmm. They should be, you're going in after the timing belt and I'm going to do the lower hose at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so there's a savings to my customer to mm -hmm. do that. And the technician has to be a part of that because he, as he looks up those particular things, he has to be honest enough and have enough integrity to say, hey, if I do the lower hose now, it's this much more money, the hose and this. But if she waits till labor, it doubles or triples the bill because i got to dig the hose out. Mm -hmm. So those are the kinds of things. There's a couple of good shops in town I want to bring to your attention. If you're up at the I-17 in Deer Valley, then Action Auto Repair is a good guy. He's been around since 1983. I've known Tom since 1983. He, he has a ASE Master Certified Technicians. He knows right from wrong. He's an involved owner. He's there a lot. And he's a guy that is, the technicians aren't going to really pull his chain and lie to him because Tom's smarter than that. So if you're near I-17 in Deer Valley, then Action Auto is a good guy. 38th Avenue in Indian Schools, Larry Harker's Auto, 1967 is when they first came out of the ground. They've been around a long time. Bob runs the shop. Ellen runs the front. And Jeremy is their lead tech. Between Bob and Jeremy, you have years of experience and knowledge, and those two guys have fixed cars that I have personally sent their way because geographically the customer was in their area. But I tell the same story each time. They had an estimate for thousands of dollars to fix a water leak that was underneath the dash that was leaking on the passenger's feet. Thousands of dollars. They took it over there, and I said, just give them a look and see what you think. Behind the glove box is the evaporator case for your air conditioning unit. That's the one that leaks water because it's cold inside there. That drain was filled up or blocked. So they go underneath the car, and they put a vacuum cleaner on the vent, so they're sucking through that, and pretty soon they push that thing up, and it comes into the vacuum cleaner, and they're done. And so they open up the drain. The bill was, I don't know, $175 to access it and two guys working and all that kind of stuff. And the estimate was something like $2,000. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens when you get the old gray-haired guys involved. But then Jeremy doesn't have gray hair, but he's really a good technician. And that's, again, Larry Harker's Auto is a great place to go. So those are the guys that uh, I send you to. There's other people out there. You can go to my website, MarkSalem.com. I have lots of shops in geographical areas that you can go look at, that you can go try, stuff like that. Most of these guys, I have their cell phone numbers. They have mine. I've known them for a very long time, and I do know and I can vouch for that they, they do what it takes. Mm -hmm. I'll give you one more example, too. I, I met Kurt one time when a lady called me and said that she had been given an estimate for a new engine of like $5,000. I knew Kurt from, just knew him, mm -hmm. but I knew he was up in her geographical area. So I said, look, at, just take it over to Kurt's and see what Kurt says. Mm -hmm. So she calls me back and she says, Kurt's fixed my car for $110. And I said, well, what did he do? And she says, well, I'm not sure. I said, but it's fixed. Yes. I said, well, I'll just call Kurt's and ask him. So I called him. Hey, this is Mark Salem. I sent you this customer. What'd you do? He says, well, she had an oil pressure light on, which is red. Mm -hmm. Red means stop. And she didn't stop. 
But, he says, through the grace of God, it wasn't because it was low oil pressure. The switch was bad. The sending unit was bad and lying about the oil. Mm -hmm. So he says, we took the sending unit out. We plugged in a gauge. We started the truck up. It had normal oil pressure at idle, and it had normal oil pressure at 70 miles an hour. So he says, we just put a new sending unit in it. The light went out. Everything's fine. Mm -hmm. He said, so we fixed it. Well, at that point, I said, you know, you got to be one of my guys because I really yeah. like the fact that you're honest, you're dependable, and everything you said makes perfect sense to me. And I, I really appreciate you took care of this. She was a first-time customer. Yeah, she was. So Kurtz is good. He's at I-17 and Bell Road. He's on the northeast corner. And in 1970, he opened up in 1987, and he works on both domestic and import vehicles. And uh, and he's also uh, been uh, in a Better Business Bureau Ethic Award winner, and that says a lot. Mm -hmm. They don't just hand that out to anybody. Yeah. So those are the kinds of guys. Any other advice? Talk about women and on the front counter. That's just kind as of far as what to say, what not to say. Do you? I would just. I mean, I'm not sure about what not to say. I mean, just you know, asking questions, kind of having a grasp on in, with anybody. I mean, men or women, really. Just what you don't want to do, I think, is come in and tell us, tell the shop what the other shop said. I think we need to deal with symptoms, not estimates. Well, I, yeah, and I think you, you, there's no problem in saying, um, you know, this shop thought it was, you know, X, Y, and Z, but um, giving symptoms, actually giving good, helpful information, what the noise is, when it happens, how to duplicate it, at what speeds, you know, all as much information, something that you might think is, is has nothing to do with the situation can lead us, you know, to find the problem very quickly. So how and how often are you going to send somebody say, you know what, it's Monday mornings and Friday afternoons are obviously off the off the chart. Uh, it, that's not we're not going to pull somebody off the floor to go take this. But if if somebody comes in, man or woman, and comes in and says, um, I can make it happen. Mm -hmm. I just need somebody to take a ride. My question to them is, is how long are you going to have my person? Because yeah, I've had people take my my staff for an hour. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like I got it. I can make it. I can make it. No, yeah. you you. So if I promise I can make it, I'm just going to take them around the block. I'm going to make t two right turns, and the noise will be there. Okay, fine. And more times than not, I think for me personally, I if when talking to the person on the phone, if it's you know maybe they're struggling to describe it or or um, pinpoint. You know, I'll ask them, can you duplicate it? Okay, well, when you come in, I'm going to have somebody ride with you just to make sure the noise that you're hearing, we hear it, and we're in the same vehicle together. And, you know, it just makes it simpler that way. So I think some of that, you know, for me personally, I'll just know on the phone or even at the front counter if it's something that we should ride with them just to make sure. Well, the question, the big question is, can you make it happen? Mm -hmm. Learn how to make yeah. it happen, and then you can, then it's easier. There's been times where I fixed the the problem in the car. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. I got a flutter. Okay, well, we got a piece of a paper inside the intake on the fan motor, mm -hmm. and I'll just get some claws and pull that piece of paper yeah. out because I recognize the noise. Yeah. Those are the kinds of things. But there's lots of good shops in town. You can find my, my personal list at MarkSalem.com. Just look at best car repair shops, and they're good guys. All of us, all of us good guys, all of us old guys, let me change that. All of us old guys pretty much have already walked the walk. 
and we've been around a long time and we know right from wrong and we find great pleasure in fixing people's cars and having people that have been customers of yours for however many years. Mm -hmm. We have 38,000, 33,000 customers that have been customers and, um, and, and we're proud to say that we get new ones in and they come back and that kind of says a lot. Mm -hmm. So I think most everybody in our industry uh, understands the importance of a new customer and then the second and third visit means that we're going to get along just fine. So that's the way it is. Mark at MarkSalem.com is my email address if you have a car question i'll answer it but give me a phone number sometimes i need to call you i'll see you next saturday three-star general michael j flynn head of the pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors this set off alarm bells The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.